I'm Mary DeLay, pianist, and I also am the pianist in the Fidelio Trio. Well, 2021 has been an amazing year in lots of ways, and I'm really making an effort to remove some words and terms from the vocabulary and trying to be as positive and far-reaching as possible, I suppose, really valuing what we do and the opportunities that we have as performing musicians. I've picked three things that have meant a lot to me this year for, for various reasons. And the first one is a CD release of music by Iranian composers, but Hormoz Farhat obviously was Dublin resident for many, many, many years and a really significant figure educationally and from musicological perspective and obviously as a composer. So it was a real privilege to record music of his. What's really fascinating about this is that it was music from the 50s and also music from the 20th century. So a piano sonata that he wrote, I think, in 2010, his second piano sonata. And this came about through my friendship too and long-term working relationship with Amir Tafreshipur, who was a great friend and advocate of Professor Farhat's music. I think the fact that he did pass away earlier on this year as well makes it particularly significant that this CD actually came out as well and really highlights and showcases some of his fantastic writing for piano. I live in London most of the time and we had this incredible experience of being asked to record a programme for BBC Radio 3 here and now. But we actually had the opportunity to go into Maida Vale, into the studio and spend a whole day on these two pieces. One is a piano trio by Daniela Terranova, Italian composer, which actually we premiered in Dublin a few years ago. So it was fantastic to revisit that piece. And we recorded Dave Fennessy's second piano trio, which again, we premiered, I think, in November 2020. We're actually giving the, the live for an audience in person all going well in February uh, 2022. But it was such an incredible experience to be in this space with the fantastic technicians and sound engineers of the BBC and have that really special day just focusing on these pieces and what it is like to do what you do as an ensemble in a decent space. So you're not in your front room, you're actually out there again doing it for real. And Dave's piece is very special to us as a trio for lots of reasons, but part of it or the movement of it that really resonates in so many ways is how he uses humming. So he's very taken by the Chano singer Bess Cronin with these very old recordings. I was actually reading about her again this morning. And what 
Dave has explained he's been particularly taken by is her. It's not even an approach to ornamentation, I, I don't think, but just her use of, of breath and cutting of songs and these inflections, uh, even when there aren't words. This resulted in this second movement, which combines this. Um, it's not a slow air, but that that kind of, of feel with this ornamentated music, basically, on the cello. And then I hum. And there is a work by Dave that I'd recorded a number of years ago, which also has humming. It's playing the piano and humming. It is actually like lilting, but humming an air. So I find it incredibly moving and, and evocative. Very, very special music for, for lots of reasons. I suppose I can't avoid talking about chamber music on Valencia, which remarkably like has made it to its eighth year. And it was a huge undertaking this summer, but I'm really so pleased with what we were able to achieve. So chamber music on Valencia normally takes place in person over four days in August. And the way things were looking this August, of course, we still couldn't have inside audiences, but we did manage two windswept concerts in beautiful gardens on Valencia. And we also did a family concert in the Lighthouse. Again, it really brings back the fact that or reminds everybody that this festival is very much about the place and the people as well as the music. But we also took the decision to record the main body of concerts on Valencia. So getting Irish musicians to Ireland and uh, from other parts of Ireland to be together for four days to rehearse and put together these programmes and still feature Irish composers very prominently. Living Irish composers featured. Jonathan Nangle was our featured composer. He created a special installation. You know, it was it was it was live. It was happening. We also revisited his songs in the Irish language and Dara Halpin came and uh, we recorded those. That was a wonderful experience. We featured music by Linda Buckley. We premiered a piano trio by Shauna Dolig and also recorded these pieces by Raymond Dean. I've also selected Raymond's music actually from that festival because it was music that he was sending us during uh, the events of the year and it was fantastic to be able to put this together and it's called Scintillate 2 but it's also seven 
I think it's seven fragments from a pandemic, I think is his subtitle. So that's the only time I've put that word in there. You know, Raymond was with us for the recording. So everything was as live as possible. This wasn't like, again, five days in a film studio or anything. This was recording concerts in the venues on Valencia in two of the churches that we we used. Quite an undertaking. We came out the other side and are very pleased with what we achieved and the amount of Irish music, as I say, that we programmed and keeping the festival really present and vibrant. Listening to you describe all those kind of experiences and projects and, you know, highlights for you during the year. The one thing that strikes me about it is what's important in all of those experiences is this kind of coming together of people being together. Making music with other people, I think, is where it it really starts with and being able to take that to to a space, which is a performance venue and when that started to happen again, because it didn't happen for a very long time, that was a, a real, a really valued reminder to what it is to to do this at this level. And, you know, this is what it is supposed to sound like, but this is what it feels like to play in this space and to communicate with one another in your playing or your singing or whatever it is. And sharing that with an audience, putting it out there to them, that it reaches them in this space. So that is definitely a starting point. But then the other sharing, of course, is, well, with composers, when you are working with living composers, uh, particularly, although we try not to be too distant as well from other composers, you're always, you know, thinking and reflecting on on what it might have been like for them to have heard this or how they imagined it at the time and then we have audiences of course and this is before even starting to talk about you know students or younger composers and these kinds of interactions as well but sharing as authentically as possible I suppose is is what I mean so we take very seriously you know preparing for performance and it's not something that you just like throw out you know, the next day, that is really, really special. And I would hope that that comes through in the performances then that audiences share and participate in, that this is something that we are all in together. Mary, Thanks so much for sharing all of those kind of experiences during 2021. Thank you so much, Jonathan. It was a pleasure. Pianist Mary DeLay in conversation with me, Jonathan Grimes, on some of her musical highlights of 2021. Do listen back to the other episodes in this mini-series, which takes a look back over the year with contributions from Linda Buckley, Elizabeth Hilliard, Tona Quinn and Greg Caffrey. 
Thanks to Keith Fennell for producing and editing this episode.